Welcome to Beauty Time, your weekly vent sesh. We're just two friends surviving the beauty industry. Because if we don't laugh about it, we might cry. <laughs> These things we can't even make up, even if we wanted to. <laughs> you know, intros never get less awkward. Nope. <laughs> never. I'm still waiting on that cool um, intro music that I'm supposedly getting, but... From your brother? From my brother. Yeah, brother. That I'm not shouting his podcast out this time because I yeah. still don't have... No more free ads. Yeah. For our, all of our two <laughs> listeners. Yeah. <laughs> I I saw the most interesting eyebrow to date, and I'll never forget it. It was a woman who drew her eyebrows on, but she had, like, one line of hair. So, uh. like, there was no eyebrow. It was just a line of hair. So, like, imagine one hair, one hair, one hair. <laughs> like, connect the dots of hair. Yeah. And then she drew under it. So, like, the hairs were, like, over. She didn't even try. No. <laughs> she was trying. That was trying. Oh. It was very sad, but it was the most interesting eyebrow I've ever seen in my life. And it was a red pencil, and she was a blonde. <laughs> oh. It was, like, a redhead, not, like, a yeah. red, like, a crayon red. But yeah. It was, like, a, like an auburn. Might, well, might as well have been. Might have, might as well have been for the Wendy's girl because it was a red eyebrow under blonde. You couldn't see the hairs because I was like, what's that? And I had to get up close to notice it because it was very alarming. And then I couldn't look away. Once I figured out what it was, I just kept going, like, <laughs> like trying not to make eye contact and just looking like that. Like, oh, every time. And she sold my mother a couch. She was a furniture saleswoman. She was, like, very well-dressed and very old. You could tell that she was, like, you've ever seen, like, Death Becomes Her? Like, that's what she reminded oh. me of. Like, the walking version of Death Becomes Her because, like, maybe she had spray-painted her whole body. I'm not sure. <laughs> because she was very much older than she was. Oh like, the way God. she was dressing. Yeah. She dressed well. But you could just tell it was, like, a little too young for whatever age she was. Yeah. I don't know. She was a nice lady. She was definitely someone's great-grandma, but she looked like she might have been someone's mom. I don't know. <laughs> it was like one of those things you just don't, you couldn't tell. I couldn't. It was nondescript. <laughs> it was like one of those illusions, like, is this a duck or a rabbit? Mm-hmm. From is one this angle. Is a great-grandma or a <laughs> From one angle, it looks like a duck. Like, if she didn't, if you didn't see her face and she was just turned around, she could pass for, like, someone in her 50s, perhaps, or, mm -hmm. or 40s, like, just based on, like, the dryness of the hair. Mm -hmm. She could tell. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, although, sometimes people have... That hair, like you had said last mm -hmm. time, One where like the, yeah. it's like young hair and they turn around and their face is like, oh, yeah, like, oh, oh, I didn't okay. expect that. Or like <laughs> vice versa. Sometimes people are mad young and, and they turn around and like you see the back of them and you think they're like some old ass hag and then they're like 19 and you're like, well, I didn't expect like, that What's either. happened to you? Yeah. <laughs> 10 miles of bad road right there. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> So in episode four, we we read a bad Yelp review about a spray tan. So today we're going to continue reading another bad Yelp review, but this time about a hair experience. Let's see. Oh, this one has a vote. You just scrolled through a really long one. Like a long one. That was a part one. Four star review. 
Oh, we don't want those. We don't want that. We want bad ones. We want to try to explain the bad side of a... Oh, here's a long one. Oh, 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 what's this one? Two stars? Okay. Two stars. Buckle up, guys. It's a long one. You can read this one. (sighs) Reading out loud for the class. (laughs) This is a preliminary review, and we'll be updating it hopefully for the better soon. So already we're off on the wrong start, I guess. She says... So I was referred here by a friend who highly recommended. I was quickly very comfortable and pleased with my choice. I primarily went for a haircut. I have very fine frizzy hair, so I took his advice on any straightening treatment he would recommend, preferably one that wouldn't damage hair as much. As I told him, my hair had been damaged after my last two. She tried to spell balayage, so I give her props. Uh, last two balayage color treatments. He recommended Brazil- <laughs> Brazilian blowout. <laughs> he did answer all my questions and was confident my hair would become more manageable with less frizz. The treatment ends with a blow dry and flat ironing of the hair. So when the treatment ended, I couldn't tell what the final result would be. Would it would be straight, wouldn't it? If it comes up in a flat iron. Yeah. Maybe she meant a- <clears throat> like after she washed it. Um, okay, fair enough. Um, so she said she couldn't tell what the final result would be. In fact, if anything at all, I was worried my hair would be a little too flat. I was leaving for a vacation and washed my hair 24 hours later for the first time here and let my hair air dry, hoping to see straighter hair with less frizz. Let me put it mildly. Hmm. I was extremely disappointed. My hair was clearly more frizzy. I was left speechless. I called the salon immediately in hopes to discuss the matter to see what had happened. I had strictly followed all his instructions, including the using the Brazilian blowout shampoo and conditioner. On my call at 10.30, I spoke with a lady at Lane. Because we need to know what time she called. Yes. Well, I guess there must be a timeline here. We're about to find out. Oh. Um... I spoke to a lady at length who took all my info and promised to have you call me back. Six hours later, when I still hadn't received a phone call again at about 4 p.m. Let's do the math. Is that six hours later? Yes. <laughs> and they couldn't find whoever took my message or the message itself, which made me feel ignored as I was clearly distressed. This time around, called me back to say, we'll call on Monday. Wait, what What day was it? We lost track. Did she call she on said. a Friday? Did she say? How many days is she waiting? Between then and Monday. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let me add, let me just add, I'm also a little tiffed as I am a physician and I know what busy days can look like, but if a patient or customer is distressed or upset about something, calling and taking to, talking to them for a minute doesn't take much. My earlier impression of him has changed. I'm waiting to see if he calls on Monday as I've been promised. I'm also anxiously waiting to see what they can do to make amends as far as my hair goes. I don't care much for cost if it's good for the hair but this time it hurts because a treatment worth 250 I would have liked to see some benefits certainly not expected for them to look worse and their following customer care was also subpar like I said I will update the review when I return to the salon see if my hair can be fixed that was in 2016 she's probably still waiting for a phone call back (laughs) she's been waiting for three years for (laughs) her to call her back so I'm gonna assume that what happened since her hair was fine and frizzy and damaged is that the person that did this keratin treatment fried her hair yeah probably he put probably racked it too up to much 450. shit on it yeah mm-hmm. because brazilian blowout 
they only like when you do Brazilian blowout. I don't know if you ever, you probably have never done it because you're allergic to keratin. No, but I never no. You're literally supposed to take like a drop and on each section and comb it because it's so concentrated. Oh If no. you oversaturate it, it first of you all will die. For, yeah, number one from all those fumes. <laughs> but um, it gets it gets if it's too saturated, you're gonna fry the hair. Oh, oh, because you have to keep going over it so, to like yeah, get it to come off. Yeah. To cure right. the term is. So I'm assuming that whoever did her hair probably fried her hair. That's why because there's no way that her hair would have been frizzier after if that wasn't the case. Sometimes I also feel like keratins are not a solve-all. I mean, 99% of the time they can be, but I also feel like they're not. And it doesn't always work for certain types of hair. Because yeah. I have heard people say like, oh no, I had a keratin and it made my hair feel like trash afterwards. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, maybe, you know, it's got my wheels turning. Maybe it was the stylist and they fucked it up or maybe it really just didn't vibe with their hair. Yeah. That is a thing. Not all hair is created equal. Yeah. I may add. But yeah, I guess that was a little bit of poor customer service too on their part. <clears throat> I just want to add a small disclaimer. We are in no way licensed social workers, therapists, clinical anything. We are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations. So any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know it's our personal advice and we're not licensed to give it. And if you don't agree with it, you can kindly fuck right off. And also any products we talk about or things we talk about or just be based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood we just have True. opinions we'd like to share. Right. We're just, we're giving you the tea. Yeah. On how we feel about certain things. And we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood. I'm just going to dive right into Go this ahead. one. <laughs> so, like, yesterday at work, this lady... She was a big pain in my ass and I had to like redo her hair. This lady was just like hard to please. And like I was done fixing, I'm air quoting fixing because like it was really fine the first time. But um, she like ran up to the mirror and like started touching it and mushing it around <laughs> and laughing slash making weird hyperventilating noises and what? I was like oh my god are you crying or laughing and she said she was laughing but it really looked like tears I don't know what she like was a doing go laugh like a this little is bit fine. yeah <laughs> yeah like this is fine right before they snap and stab you in the eye <laughs> like that was kind of how it felt but uh no one was harmed in that moment but for sure, I felt a little uneasy. I, I was not really sure where that lady was How did you handle her? Which customer service voice did you use? <laughs> the sarcastic one? Or um, I think it was a nice mixture one. of like super high and nervous and slightly mocking. <laughs> Ma'am, are you okay? Yeah. I actually was like, oh my God, are you crying or laughing? Like, what's wrong? She then, said nothing. She was like, I'm okay. What? It's like, not that serious. It's probably no, a curl lady. Hair. And you know what? It's not going to look good once you touch it no she was going to a black tie wedding and oh. i feel like a lot of the time 
when women are going to black tie weddings, they get very stressed out about how good they look. Mm -hmm. And they freak out over the most inconsequential bullshit. Yeah. Her ex-husband was probably going to be there. <laughs> Maybe. With she, his new wife. She came with her daughter and her daughter, her daughter's hair had come out like very well. And... It's possible that she was, like, maybe comparing her own hair to her daughter's, but they were two different types of hair. There was never... And two different lengths and two different styles and two different wants and needs. Like, it wasn't gonna... It wasn't... It was, like, apples and oranges. She definitely was an orange. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... I don't know. I like... I think I like oranges better than apples, so perhaps she was well, an you apple. Used to, wait, no. She was ate, a sour apple. <laughs> you ate millions of clementines when you were pregnant, not oranges. But No, I oranges like straight up oranges oh so you definitely like oranges compared i love to oranges yes. so then she was an apple in she was situation. a puckers <laughs> <laughs> shitty liqueur <laughs> no um, so i ate like a bag of of fucking oranges a day <laughs> while pregnant which which if Good anyone pregnancy. is wondering you will vomit if you eat that many oranges in one day <laughs> six full-size navel oranges because that's all i cared about navel aren't they called navel oranges I mean, they could be, but why do they call them that? Because <laughs> they look like they have little belly they buttons. Come out of the belly buttons? <laughs> They've got belly button cheese. <laughs> Ew. Maybe that's why you threw up. No, it's because I literally cheese. ate six, like, a bag of oranges to the face. <laughs> it was not pretty. Well, you must have had great vitamin D and C levels. I did. And so did your daughter. And I never got one cavity, but I don't think that's related to... <laughs> Tell me your secret. <laughs> the oranges. <laughs> that was the only good thing about it. I got everything else. <laughs> Carpal tunnel, sciatica. Oh my God. I like dragged my left foot for a whole month. <laughs> like, a, like a dead weight. Why? Because <laughs> um, being pregnant things happen to your body that you have no control <laughs> over. And she was like sitting on a nerve in my back for a whole month. This bitch didn't move. She just set up camp and parked it there. Like in my lower back. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. That's like, that's a lot. I know. I don't recommend it. So I just wanted to add something that I came across on Instagram the other day that I did repost on the Beauty Time um, Instagram. But Beauty Launchpad um, posted something and in the picture it said, stop apologizing for eating and going to the bathroom. And this is something that they reposted from another stylist and they mentioned her. Her name is Maggie MH, so at Maggie MH. So their caption writes this, and I think it's really important, and I just wanted to read it to everyone. So they, Beauty Launchpad writes, While we joke about the lack of time stylists have during the day, what at Maggie MH says is dead on. Take the time to get some food in your belly. Drink that water or coffee. Take that pee break. Trust me, not one single client will even know or care if you eat some food or go to the bathroom. But they will know if you're hangry or doing the pee-pee dance. Take care of your basic needs first, and then you can take care of that color correction. Stylists, from the bottom of my heart, stop starving yourselves. 
not drinking water, not going to the bathroom, not taking a seat for a minute, etc. Self-abuse in this industry is real and has almost gotten to a point where it is normalized and almost praised to brag about not eating all day or only having coffee. In reality, we do these things out of fear of being behind or making our client upset, but I'm going to be so fucking real. If you can't step away to drink some water or eat that bite of your food without feeling tension from your client, you can tell them to fuck right the fuck off. Or better yet, call me and I'll come tell them. Take care of yourself. Stand up for your well-being and just say, hey, I'm going to go to the to the back for five minutes and eat something and drink some water. If they have a problem with that, then honestly, they shouldn't be anyone's client. Until about a year and a half ago, I would do the same things. So to all the stylists out there who run themselves into the ground every day, I'm here to tell you, it's okay to put yourself first. It's okay to drink water and take food breaks. And yes, it is even okay to go to the bathroom. Love you all. Happy holidays. So... I thought that was really great because that's something that me and Larissa talk about all the time is self-care and I couldn't have put it better myself. So thank you Beauty Launchpad for sharing what at MaggieMH says so we can share it with all of you. So you wanted to make our show a little bit more positive. <laughs> so I said, well, we could do positivity time. <laughs> so what can we talk about that's positive? <laughs> do, you, do you hear us I don't struggling? Know. <laughs> What's a positive part of this job? Making other people feel pretty about themselves. Yeah. Like giving people the courage and confidence. Right. I I mean, I think that's about it. Because it's not like we get um, insurance or benefits. (laughs) Or can just take off whenever we want. Kim is in the negativity (laughs) corner. (laughs) It's like the devil and an angel sitting on your shoulder. On the one side, people feel great. On the other side, I feel like shit. Yeah, right. Like, everyone else feels good except for me. Yeah. But I think that that should come standard. I think that other... I feel like salons should offer health insurance and, at the very least, mental health coverage. Really? Seriously? Because <laughs> we fucking need it. Everybody's out there smoking weed and non-CBD oil and shit because, <laughs> like, they can't afford real fucking medicine. <laughs> Self-medicate. Yeah. I mean, not that, like... CBD oil doesn't work or like weed doesn't work for some people, but I'm speaking to prescribed medicine, you know, an effective way to treat mental illness (laughs) versus just being like, I'm going to take a bunch of shit that I can get my hands on and hope it works. Yeah. (laughs) You know, (laughs) the dog came back because she was like, where did you go? (laughs) You were petting me. (laughs) Um, you didn't get off that easy. No, I think at least they should pay pay for our therapist. Yeah, <laughs> or at least pay for, for, yeah, fucking time on a couch because we need that too. Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's pretty, pretty needed. Pretty needed. Well, I think sometimes too, it, you're used to like doing 
everything for everyone else, like making them feel good, making sure their hair's good for the holidays, making sure, you know, their <laughs> everything is all set. And then you at the end of everything are like, oh, but what about my gray hair? Yeah, what you about- didn't get your roots done. They're like 30,000 leagues under the sea. Yeah. Or like where, you know, um, when can I get my hair cut? Uh, no, you don't get your hair cut. It's no. the holidays, so you get to go with My that. hair cuts itself after a while. It's the shoemaker's <laughs> kids. My hair cuts itself, too. Yeah. I need a haircut really badly. Oh, we should but do that. I don't that. see that happening anytime soon. <laughs> should do that. We'll, we'll uh, do a live podcast episode of me cutting your hair. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could do that. We could. We've never done it in um, the studio. I could do that. We probably would get the most peace and quiet if we just did it <laughs> in the in the studio, in the salon suite. Yeah, because then no one will fucking bother us. Yeah, no dogs, no children, <laughs> no boyfriends. <laughs> no, it's we like we're having get some work done. We're having um, they're doing a they do like a Christmas party every year for all of the like That's so salons nice. and um. Yeah, so you don't have to pay anything. You just pay like twenty dollars if you want to bring a guest. And oh, that's sweet. Last year, we, I went and I didn't bring my fiance because sometimes I just like to do things by myself. <laughs> I'm an independent woman. <laughs> but no, it was more like a bar setup. It was like they really? have bar tables and a buffet, and they have a DJ, and it's very In casual. The salon suites? No, no, no. They do it at like a bar. Oh, or like restaurant bar okay. thing. Like they rent like one side. So it's really casual and it's That's really cute. not like nobody really has their husbands or boyfriends there. Oh, well then, yeah. Don't be the guy that brings that like the one couple where they can't be separated. Yeah. Don't, don't do that. And then like this year I was like, oh, do I want to go? Do I not want to go? And my friends were like, I'll go if you go. And I was like, I don't know if I want to. I don't have any Christmas party stories um, off the top of my head. I feel like if you give me some time to like marinate about this, Mm -hmm. I might recall something from like you might dig it from your buried memories. Most of them are repressed. (laughs) Most of my memories are repressed. When you worked for like the big like franchise companies, did they do like a Christmas party? No, they had a um, we're sorry that you're stuck working through your holidays potluck dinners. So, like, we had those for Thanksgiving and Christmas Eve um, because we had to work Thanksgiving Eve. And then they were open on Thanksgiving last year, which was kind of a nightmare. And I wondered why I agreed to it. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, it's time to have. And then when I got my paycheck, my paycheck was no fucking different. (laughs) And I gave up my holiday. Oh, my God. For no reason. Say that? Like, why is this not time and a half? No, it was time and a half. But, like, they take the same... They take more taxes out when you make more money. So, it just... It was the same... It's a waste. Yep. It was the same... It was like a trick. It was like, we're going to give you time and a half, but we don't want to tell you you're going to get a different tax bracket, so they're going to take a higher percentage out. So, your paycheck is literally going to be maybe $40 more. So, I was like, this was a waste. A giant fucking waste. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, no. (laughs) The last couple places I worked at before this one, um, they did, like, I remember one year I worked on Christmas Eve and he brought in, like, a hero or something. And, like, we did a Secret Santa. And then I don't think he did 
anything else. Like, I feel like maybe he did a Christmas dinner. I don't know what he did. The, my This, like, salon from a long time ago. And then the more recent one, it was... It was like it was a production. No, it was a production every year because he was like annoyed that he had to give us a Christmas party. It seemed like why? Because he couldn't think of something to do for us. So one Food. year, one year he did the Christmas party at the actual salon, and he ordered a bunch of pizza and stuff, and like, and that was our Christmas party, which was fine. And then another was there alcohol involved. Um, I think so. Yeah, actually, there I was. Hope so. Girl drank way too much within like the first half hour, and her mom had to come pick amateur. her up. Amateur. So that was great. Fucking amateur. And then you're um, never supposed to do that. Play it cool so yeah. that your mom doesn't have to come pick you no, up. No, Jesus she, Christ. We were like, someone take her out of here. Get her out of here. <laughs> but as far as other Christmas party experiences, you know, there's always the generic ones. Like when I worked at my very first salon, it was a big chain. So they did a really big Christmas party at a hall. And I managed to not go every year, which I think was to my benefit because every Christmas party the day after, you know, everyone would be in the back room talking about how so-and-so drank too much or did you see them do this or did you see them to do that? Because there's always like one too drunk coworker, um, and it's unfortunate because they think they're just having a good time and like letting loose, but everyone's judging them and somehow it gets brought into your workday the next day. But, um, yeah, I haven't had too many crazy Christmas party stories. To be honest with you, it's such a relief now that I'm not obligated to have to spend unpaid time with people that I don't necessarily like spending time with. Like, of course I spend time with them during the workday because I'm being paid, but otherwise you wouldn't catch me being with them. Like, you always have, like, the, you know, you have a definitely a wide group of personalities in the salon that you wouldn't necessarily become friends with outside of the salon and you just tolerate them because you have to and you're getting paid too. so. All right. So that concludes. that's all we got. That's all we got. That's it. You got the best of us today. Well, we're short lived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, really. Very short. We're going to give ourselves homework and try and find the positivity positivity and make our casting more positive. Our pod that we cast. Our pod that we cast. Um, And, um, yeah. Yeah, we say that every week. We're like, we're not going to shit on everything. And then what do we do for the last (laughs) hour, half hour, however long this episode turns into? Life is rough, okay? It's really rough. But... Yeah, we're for those of you who don't know, in Ohio, Virginia, wherever you're listening from, <laughs> we're a weekly podcast. We put up new episodes every Monday or Tuesday because we're just two regular people that work full-time jobs. Yeah, so we're it's, busy. It's basically whenever <laughs> I can put this podcast together and make yeah. it sound okay. It's Kim. I just want to point that out. Um, I'm grateful for Kim for for <laughs> perpetuating this podcast because it is really it's her it's all her. One, one day we'll look back on these like newer the the beginning episodes and be like, wow, we've come a long way. So professional now, but until then, we got the good mics. There'll be an yes, 
<laughs> um, till then, there'll be more of this next week. <laughs> yes, more of this madness. So, everyone, so long. See you next time. Bye. Beauty time with Kim and Riss.